Hello, this is Wednesday, and I have a treat today. I have another child with me. The other day, I had our secondborn, Noel, and then today, I have our firstborn. And can you tell everybody your name? Joy. This is Joy. Joy Stansel. And Joy, are you having a good day today? All right, good. And uh, I asked Joy before we hit record if she had a favorite Bible verse that she would like to share, and she said, absolutely. And so she pulled out one of my Bibles in my office here, and she's got it open to the passage. Joy, what are you going to read for us today? Psalms 23. Psalm 23. Okay, so you can here grab your Bible, and you can put your mouth right next to the microphone here, and you can read everybody Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me through the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, thy staff, thy comfort me. Thou prepared Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my cup with oil, and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Good job, Joy. Thank you for doing that. You have anything else you'd like to say to everybody? Have a good Wednesday. All right. Good deal. So, turn in your Bible, if you can. Thank you, Joy, to Psalm Chapter number five today, Psalm five. And if you go to our church here at Mountain View, tonight we start our split classes. We'll all meet in the auditorium at seven o'clock. We'll have a song and a brief dismissal prayer. And then the ladies will stay right there in the auditorium. Men will head over to the fellowship building. And then the young people, elementary age and below, will head down to the teen room and everybody will have their own thing going on. The men will be studying spiritual leadership, and the ladies will be studying Lies Women Believe, with my wife, Kara, teaching that. And then tonight, uh, Devin and Heather will be teaching the kids downstairs, and it'll just be a great time, just a a little uh, fresh thing after Mountaineers is over, uh, just to keep us on our toes and to best feed everybody the body of Christ. I'm really looking forward to it. I think we'll learn a lot. I've learned a lot already studying uh, a book that I was very familiar with, Scriptural Principles About Leadership, and uh, it's good to still get in there and relearn some things. But looking forward to seeing you tonight at 7 if you go to our church. But if you go to a different church, make sure you're in your church tonight whenever you start Uh, Maybe it's 6.30 or 6, maybe you got a Thursday service, whatever it is, be in your place. Psalm chapter number five, the Bible says, give ear to my words, O Lord, consider my meditation, hearken unto the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for unto thee will I pray. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. I love these verses. Somebody has said that the start of the day is the rudder to the ship of your day. In other words, how you begin your day will determine your day's direction. And David says right here, 
my voice in verse three, shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. Usually, I think many of us, the first thing we do in the morning is we look down probably at our phones to see who's updated what, to see what's going on in the world on our news app. We look down. And whenever we do that, it's inevitable it's going to be a rough start to the day because it's usually some negative stuff that you'll encounter. And David was already experiencing enough negativity in his life. Of course, he didn't have a smartphone. I think we'd all be better off, but he had nothing really new to look down at, but he had his thoughts consuming him. Most people believe this is still during the period when he was on the run from Absalom, probably chronologically after the previous uh, chapters uh, three and four, when he was on the run from Absalom. And so he's saying, I've got enough troubles. I've got problems. I'm going to look up. Verse two says, unto thee will I pray in the morning, in the morning. Now, David had a lot to do. He had a lot to accomplish. He was the king, but he was the king on the run. He was in exile. A lot of bad things were happening to him. He had problems to solve, issues to sort out. And so he could possibly have said to himself, I don't have time to pray. But he had enough wisdom to understand he had a lot of problems to solve, a lot of issues to sort out. So therefore, he couldn't afford to attempt the day without prayer. It wasn't, I don't have time to pray. It was, I don't have time not to pray. And whenever you begin the day in prayer, whenever you begin the day looking up, it sets the direction positively for the rest of the day. Verse number four, we'll continue reading. For thou art not a God that hath pleasure in wickedness, neither shall evil uh, dwell with thee. The foolish shall not stand in thy sight. Thou hatest all workers of iniquity. Thou shalt destroy them that speak leasing or lies. The Lord will abhor the bloody and deceitful man. Did you see that? As he looks up and he prays during that first hour of the day, he says in the very first hour, he gets clarity in his life. When you keep your eyes on the Lord, it gives you clarity to see what's what. He saw sin as exceedingly sinful. When you don't spend time with the Lord, sin starts to look okay. Those who are in sin uh, look like they might be doing all right. But hang on a second. Let's adjust your vision. Let's put on the contacts, the glasses of some time spent with the Lord so you can see what's real. When I first got glasses uh, about 10 years ago, I wear contacts now and I need them. But back when I first got glasses, I just noticed I couldn't quite see the road signs until I was a little bit too close to them to make uh, a decision in time about what the signs were, were telling me to do. And I went to the eye doctor and they prescribed some glasses. And when I got those glasses and I put them on outside at the time we lived where some mountains were kind of in the distance and I had seen those mountains many times before. But when I put those glasses on and I looked out at those mountains again, do you know what I saw? Trees. I had never seen the trees before. There was, it was covered with trees. Now it was the same mountains. The mountains hadn't changed. I really hadn't changed, but my 
understanding had changed. My vision had changed. I had put on some glasses and I could see clearly. And that's what happens when you spend time with the Lord. When you don't spend time with the Lord, your eyes get cloudy. Your spiritual vision is blurred. You can play tricks on yourself with what's right and what's wrong and what's good, better, best. But when you spend time with the Lord, the first part of that day, the very beginning of that day, you get up and you look up, then immediately you look around and you say, well, that's not good. That your spiritual discernment is heightened. You say that sin is sinful and that which is holy is pleasurable. That's what I'm looking for. I want to do right. Verse number seven, but as for me, I will come into thy house in the multitude of thy mercy, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of mine enemies. Make thy way straight before me. So here's what he was saying. He said, now, Lord, I'm looking to you. I'm giving my life to you. I'm giving my day to you. It's not just enough to make a one-time decision. It's every day. We're so sinful. It's it's hard to stay spiritual for very long, and that's why we've got to be disciplined to constantly, every day, many times a day, look up. And he says, lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of mine enemies. Make thy way straight before my face. What he was saying was, Lord, I will follow if you make it plain. If you put it right in front of my face, I will obey. But Lord, there's a lot of bad. There's a lot of people against me. There'll be a lot of uh, counsel given against me or maybe to me that's not wise. Lord, if you will just show me what is right, show me the right path, whether it's easy or difficult, as long as it's right, I will do it. And he arrived there because he had spent the first part of his day with the Lord. Verse nine, for there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is very wickedness. Their throat is an open sepulcher. They flatter with their tongue. Destroy thou them, O God, let them fall by their own counsels, cast them out in the multitude of their transgressions, for they have rebelled against thee. Verse 11, but let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee for thou Lord wilt bless the righteous with favor Wilt thou compass him as with a shield? Do you know what he was saying? Here, here's the secret to the Christian's joy. Have you ever known somebody that was really close to the Lord and it seemed like nothing could get them down? A terrible tragedy happens. They have a terrible day or maybe somebody tells them off and still they retain their joy. Maybe they get sad. Maybe they grieve, but they still have joy. They have joy in the Lord. Here's why. Verse number uh, 11 again, let all those that put their trust in, in thee rejoice. Listen, when you're putting your trust in the Lord, you are taking it out of your hands and putting it into God's hands. Therefore, whatever comes after that is because God is allowing it. Do you understand that? And the very last part of the very last verse of the chapter, uh, Psalm 512, for thou Lord wilt bless the righteous with favor. Wilt thou compass him as with a shield? Compass means to surround, compass him as with a shield. As with a shield, you've got a shield surrounding you. And therefore, in verse number 11, let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Listen to that word. Let them ever shout for joy because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. If you're going to lose your joy, it's because you're not putting your trust in the Lord. And that's truth. It has nothing to do with how your day is going. It only has to do with your faith 
in God. So my friends, if you haven't already today, look up, direct your prayer unto the Lord, and then rejoice, ever shout for joy, and be joyful in the Lord. Lord, I pray that you would bless the listener's day. Give us joy in the Lord. Help us to look up, fix our eyes upon you. In Jesus' name, amen.